Hello, my darling Thrivers. It's Carly, the Thrive Up Mentor, and this is episode number five of the podcast. Exciting stuff. It took me a little while, to be honest, to come up with what I wanted to speak with you guys about this week and finally decided it needed to be this particular topic. I'm here to be authentic with you guys, and this is something I deal with every single day. So maybe, just maybe, there's a few of you guys out there that can relate, and I feel like I need to share this with you. So this episode is all about anxiety and how anxiety manifests itself in the various parts of our being. I'm a little, wait for it, anxious (laughs) to talk about this, but it has to be done, guys, so I will. Listen up, get a pen and a paper for the tips I'm going to share with with you guys for conquering this seeming plague and get ready for another super duper goodie. I do do need to make a quick disclaimer though. I'm not a medical professional, a doctor, psychologist or anything similar to that. I always speak wholeheartedly from personal experience. It's important to me that you guys know that. Each individual is different and I recognize that. Just remember that if anything does come up while you're listening, feel free to reach out for assistance. Please reach out to a medical professional, whatever you feel you need to do. If you are getting so much goodness out of what I'm sharing with you today, please feel free to share it in your feed, your stories, even with a friend. You never know who needs to hear exactly this today. Always remember to tag me at IAM.CarlyRamold and hashtag the Thrive Up Mentor. That way I can share it for you guys as well. And if you never want to miss an episode, hit that subscribe button now already. And otherwise, let's dive right in. Okay, I'm feeling anxious and I know anxiety is a real thing, but it's actually got my face hot. It's got me feeling it in my body. I've got those butterflies, but we're going to power through this because I know we can, you know you can, and we get to do this. Okay, so it's not because I have not done very many podcast episodes or because I have a family gathering this afternoon, but it's it's because it's a deeper rooted thing. And I say thing very loosely. <laughs> um, it's something that I'm healing through, I'm working through, and I'm consciously every day practicing and exercising on getting better at. So before we dive in to speaking more about anxiety and how it manifests in different areas and places of our being, I want to tell you guys quickly how things used to be for me. So you might know by now I grew up in South Africa. South Africa is a very beautiful place, rich culture, amazing humans, but it also has a very different and unique way of living. The situation there is very different to a regular lifestyle that someone, say, in Canada might know or someone who might be used to, you know, having a walk to school as a small child. Um, When I grew up in South Africa, it was very much about, um, you know, living behind big walls, getting in a car and driving to school, university, work, um, but having to be conscious all the time of your surroundings because you never knew what was coming at you, okay? And this brings about a certain amount of fear, a certain amount of anxiety. You're always on, um, you're always on edge and that stays with you 
That really does. It manifests within your body. So I um, I carried on feeling this way because I was in a future relationship where I, quote unquote, was not allowed to speak up about my feelings or emotions. Um, so very much things that you know, I had fear around or anxiety around, I couldn't actually express, I couldn't get them out. And that in itself also manifested within me. So um, I am not a huge believer in leaning on the past. I believe that we have a conscious um, um, choice, a conscious mind frame that we can reframe ourselves in our present state and that is currently where I am right now and I highly encourage you guys to get to that point as well if you are someone who struggles with anxiety. So um, anxiety is something that each and every one of us experiences or has experienced at one time or another. Think about it. Think about a situation that has put you on edge that you have been fearful around and just, just um, you know, keep that in mind for just a second as we go. If you're okay with it, I would like to share some of my experiences with you as we speak more about anxiety and how I currently deal with them. Hopefully that can help you in some way, shape or form. So I'd like to give you guys a quick description about what anxiety is or how it can be defined. It is the anticipation of a future concern or event. And that is it. That's literally it. The anticipation of a future concern or event. And I honestly think that seriously hits the nail on the head because it's it's leaning into the fact that something in the future has not yet happened, yet we're feeling some sort of way about it. So that's how I would um, I would uh, describe anxiety for you guys. So there's this thing called generalized anxiety disorder. It's an actual thing. <laughs> it's called it's shortened to GAD. It usually involves a persistent feeling of anxiety or dread, which can interfere with daily life. It is not the same as occasionally worrying about things or experiencing anxiety due to stressful life events. So you have traumatic experiences and then you have these continual daily worrying sessions that carry through your life. Uh, people living with GAD experience frequent anxiety for months and can even for years. Reflecting right back onto what I was telling you about when I lived back in SA. So um, I came across a super duper interesting fact um, I got this information from the National Institute of Mental Health, and they said that 40 million Americans are living with GAD currently. Is that not just insane? Think about how many more people globally are living with it and have not even been diagnosed. Wow. I, I know um, many, many people that have not been, uh, you know, diagnosed in in that sense um, that struggle with anxiety so I think that number is definitely a lot higher. So let's talk about some of the symptoms. So when it comes to mental and emotional symptoms you might be looking at things like feelings of fear, nervousness, worry, 
some difficulty focusing. Um, in the physical realm, we look at ex- um, increased heart rate, uh, breathing rapidly, sweating, tiredness, uh, fatigue, headaches, muscle tension. And these symptoms may lead to to panic attacks, essentially, because, you know, often when you have um, like sudden periods of intense fear or discomfort or a sense of losing control, um, you know, there might not even be an impending danger or trigger, um, but you have an intense panic attack that comes up. Uh, just so you guys know, I, I have researched this material. Um, this is all from um, from valid sources, okay? Um, if this is resonating with you guys in any way, know that you're in a safe space. I just want to have had said that because this in itself can be a trigger for a lot of people. And I think it is it's simply important to recognize that we're exploring how to potentially heal through some of these experiences and how to help you feel better, okay? So um, on that note, also, let's talk about the self, the deeper self inside. Um, you know, anxiety may even be housed within your DNA. Now, this is not, I haven't necessarily, um, you know, looked deeper into this, but when you, you speak about DNA activation and um, cellular health on a deeper level, from past traumas and um, how things have manifested in the body, um, anxiety is definitely one of those parts as well. Okay, so some known treatments or therapies that I found that can potentially, you know, be be aided or not aided that can aid your um, anxiety struggles: um, cognitive behavioral therapy (CBT). Teaches you different ways of thinking, behaving, and reacting to situations that help you feel less anxious and worried. There's acceptance and commitment therapy. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the word therapy, um, but it is what it is. (laughs) Um, So this one takes a different approach than CBT to negative thoughts and uses strategies that as, um, you know, things like mindfulness and goal setting that help reduce your discomfort and anxiety. Um, I'm not a huge believer in going straight for medication, but if that is the route that, you know, you would like to take or some people would like to take, then please obviously feel free to do that. Um, I am of the opinion that taking the natural route first, trying out natural options, self-work, the holistic uh, side of things, um, you know, that is a first resort and a lot of a lot of options. Um, and I do just want you guys to, to know again that I'm speaking from my own experiences here. Um, the, the few facts that I just pulled up a second ago um, have come from sources online and, and resources online. Okay, so some of my favorite healing techniques, and these are now things that I've actually done myself. Okay, so if this helps you guys in any way, I would be thrilled and just know that, you know, each one of these takes work. We often say work works and it's important that you know that it's not a quick fix, but these are some things that you can try and implement if you are struggling a little bit with anxiety. I myself 
struggle majorly with anxiety, specifically social anxiety. And I have found that the more of these upcoming things that I'm about to tell you, I do on a regular basis, they become habits and they ha- they help me with my confidence, my um, you know self-acceptance, self-awareness, things like that. Okay, so first and foremost, number one is meditation and going inwards. Meditation has helped me connect with myself. So it helped, it's helped me recognize when I'm feeling anxious. It's helped me recognize how my body, how my emotions, how my, my um, mental state is reacting to um, external situations. And it gives me the empowered feeling, empowerment that I need to, to combat what I'm going through. Okay. So number two, for some of my favorite healing techniques are healthy habits, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, exercising. Exercise is super important because it gets the energy moving, stagnant energy. Um, You know, when we look at things like chakras and um, energy work inside the body, it, it very much comes often down to stagnant or imbalanced energies. Number three, mindfulness and awareness. So these are practices that you can learn and get better better at so that you can be self-aware of what you're experiencing. This can also relate to the food you eat and how you prepare it. It can relate to situations that you're in and being aware when anxiety crops up. Okay. Uh, number four, aromatherapy has hugely helped me. We know that aromatherapy works with the brain. It can actually pass through the blood-brain barrier, which affects our um, our uh, responses, our mental state on various different levels, and especially our emotional responses. So aromatherapy is huge. Drinking tea. So tea, as we know, is calming as it is, but it's the chamomile, it's the lavender teas that are amazing for this type of scenario. And then number six, get out into nature, guys. Nature is grounding. It's naturally grounding. Now, I'm not saying if you have a house and you walk out into your own garden, that that will be the be all and end all situation. Your your environment around you is important. If you're in a toxic environment at home and you go outside, you're not really removing yourself or getting out of the environment. So what I'm saying is go take a walk in the park, go uh, take your shoes off and put your toes into the grass and wiggle them around and be aware and mindful of that situation because that is what's going to help you feel more grounded in your reality. I want to tell you guys a really quick story here. Um, When it comes to nature, one of my greatest, greatest anxiety (laughs) struggles has actually been around nature. So this is going to sound very contradictory to what I just said, but I'll, (laughs) I'll explain to you guys in a quick second what just happened. So since moving to Canada, I don't know if you guys know this, but there is a thing called a bear. And a thing called a cougar. Now, these are actual animals that hang out in the forests here. Now, when I lived in Europe, when I was in Switzerland, I was there for almost 10 years. And we had, we actually lived in an apartment that backed onto a forest. 
and I used to go walking in the forest all the time. It was some of my most calming, beautiful experiences, moments that I loved. They they helped me heal through my 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 um, anxiety and um, PTSD that I carried through from South Africa. Now, uh, coming to Canada, however, walking in the forests actually elevated my anxiety. And up until recently, I would not go hiking. I would not set foot in any form of greenery <laughs> that was not my garden. Now, why am I telling you guys this? I recognize this. I recognize that this was bringing me anxiety, that nature brings me joy overall, and that I needed to work on this. So I had been, uh, as you guys know, I work a lot on social media and I had been following a, a lady in my area who has had a similar um, experience. She struggles a lot with anxiety, but what she does is actually she goes straight headfirst into it. So she had been, you know, hiking by herself and just embracing those fearful moments. And I hugely, hugely um, felt that this was an inspiration. And I eventually reached out to her, told her some of my story, and we recently decided to go hiking together. And it was one of the most beautiful experiences I've had in a very long time. I can't say that it's healed my my anxiety for the forests here and my fear of bears and cougars. That might actually be a, um, a very legit fear to have, a <laughs> something to be conscious of. But I do want to say, though, that by deciding to tackle this, this fear head on has helped me move forward. And that's what the intention should always be. Okay, I want to give you guys a um, quick technique that is amazing for any kind of um, anxious moment. It's called the 333 rule. It's very easy. Anyone can do it, even you. Okay, so what you do is um, when you start feeling a little sweaty or you start feeling like, oh, I can't do this, I need you to take a deep, deep, deep breath and I want you to name three things that you see. I want you to name three sounds that you hear and I want you to move three parts of your body. Okay, this is very important because this has to do with shifting your energy, but it's also about shifting your focus. Okay, now this is um, not a quick fix. It's something you can do in just a simple moment. It might help. It might not. I'll be very honest, but it is something that you can try. So if you can, please try that. Okay, so what are some things that you can start implementing into your daily life immediately? This is going to be crucial. If you have a pen, take this down, okay? So don't fixate on the worst case scenario. This is number one. We often do that as, as humans. We think of all the bad things that can happen, but what about the good things that can happen? Try and bring some positivity into your mindset, into your mind frame. And this has to do with reframing your mindset. Our brain can only handle one thought at a time. This is a known fact. So do you want it to be a negative thought or a positive thought? 
I'll give you guys an example. I recently was in a situation where um, it was a similar situation to previously. I had had a negative experience before, mostly by my own doing because I had brought in the negative experience, the negative um, thoughts. Um, And this time around, I decided to bring positive thoughts in and share loving energy and the experience turned out a lot better than I thought it would have. Okay, so number two, breathe in and out. You hear this all the time. I bet, I bet you do. Um, and it's it's true, but I'm gonna add on to that. Breathe in and out deeply. So intentionally focus in on your breath and make sure that they are deep breaths. You know what to do. Number three, shift your perspective and space. So this might mean that you physically walk outside of a room or you go from inside your house outside. The important thing is that you get up and move. Okay. Uh, Number four, stay away from sugar. This sounds very simple, and I think a lot of us have heard of this before. If if you are an emotional eater, this will be um, maybe a little bit of a challenge, but it's important to try this. Stay away from sugar because it can actually make your anxiety worse. Try to drink a glass of water instead. Okay, and then number five, this is a very simple and super basic one, and I love it. Watch something funny. We all have phones on us. Just take a step outside, which is one of the points too, and go have a little bit of laughter. Bring some laughter into your into your space. Laughing is the best medicine. Now, <laughs> something else I've had to learn is um, for me, sometimes it takes a little bit longer because when I'm anxious, I'm full on in my own zone. I am not a happy chappy. And (laughs) to bring me to laugh is hard. So I actually know which shows I can watch that will make me laugh instantly. Um, I'll give you guys a quick tip. There's a show called Impractical Jokers. I am not in any way sponsored with them or working with them, but it's just a show that absolutely cracks me up and maybe you guys can give it a go. It's called Impractical Jokers. So guys, um, at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned that I felt anxious. Uh, It's definitely lessened, uh, (laughs) probably because we've been chatting for a little bit now, but also because I've done a few of these. And my point around that is that I've learned that practice, honestly, doing things a couple of times helps. So the more times you do something, the better it gets. And um, I'm going to really encourage you guys to try and dive into that perspective of things too. If seeing uh, family or going to social gatherings, you know, something that brings on anxiety for you, do more of that. But try, do something a little differently every time, okay? So I want you guys to go out and conquer that fear, that anxiety. You deserve to live a happy life. You really do. And finally, if something continuously does not make you feel good, then just don't do it, guys. Now, I'm not saying that you should become an absolute hermit and never leave your home. 
So don't misunderstand. But do the things that make you happy. Because your life, it really does need to be happier. And you deserve to live a life of of happy. I often speak about the happy zone. And you deserve your own happy zone. Stay well, friends. I hope this has helped. And I'll see you. Speak to you soon. Shoo-wee. That was a hectic one. Guys, thanks so much for listening. If this in any way, shape, or form hits some kind of chords, know that it's okay. Take a breather. Maybe do some journaling. And go out and enjoy some sunshine wherever you are in the world. Thank you so, so much for listening and your support always. If you love this episode, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. Everything that I do and every single day is aimed at thriving up. And that includes the value that I provide for you guys. So your feedback is super, super important to me. This podcast is focused on our core ICE values, inclusivity, color, community, and energy. Uh, We will look at a variety of topics every single week. I am including business, mental health, the healing power of energy, and of course, how you yourself can thrive up in in different areas of your life. So um, on that note, welcome to the Thrive Up Movement, and I'll see you again next week.